Hey you. Yes, you listening. Who are you? How do you see yourself? How do you feel about yourself deep down on the soul level? What type of conversations do you have with yourself about yourself? Self-image is a huge part of the foundation of self-truth because it's basically the truth you see or imagine about yourself consistently. Self-image drives how you treat yourself. It drives your actions and how you behave. Most importantly, it governs the thoughts you have about yourself, which drives how you speak to yourself. And that drives everything else in your life, especially your self-worth. In this episode of the Badass Fabulous podcast, I'll be going over self-image. So keep listening to find out how you can improve your self-image as a way to create an amazing 2021 with results that you love. Badassery is a daily practice of self-truth. You don't become badass instantly. You become badass by becoming a person of excellence, which is by having integrity, sticking to your commitments, and being consistent in your actions. Hi, I'm your host Paige, and welcome to the Badass Fabulous podcast, where badass stands for the clarity of your goals and gaining the courage to go after them. And fabulous stands for your state of being after accomplishing those goals. Because life is a never-ending journey of self-growth, on the Badass Fabulous podcast, you'll learn tools and strategies that help you align your body, mind, soul, and actions to your God-given purpose. Thanks for joining, and here is what we have for you today. All right, so we're going to do a quick check-in. Actually, I'm being led to do a quick meditation. Okay, so let's do this. Place your feet on the ground and relax. And then close your eyes. Please don't if you're driving. While your eyes are still closed, take your attention to the middle of your chest or your breastplate and feel it rise up and down with the flow of your breath. Now slowly take your attention to the space between the tip of your nose and your upper lip. It's that little gap. And feel the flow of your natural breath, the air going in through your nostrils and out through your nostrils. You feel it going into your lungs. Now observe the air coming in through your nose and out through your nose. Just observe without control or judgment in through your nose, out through your nose. Just breathe. Be calm and relax into this natural flow of your breath. Yes, calm. 
Now that breath you feel coming in and going out of your nose, that's the breath of God breathing through you. Keep focusing on that natural flow of the breath. The moment you were born, that moment you came out of your mother's womb into the world, God breathed life into you and he has never stopped. And that's the breath you're experiencing now. So be present with it. In through your nose, out through your nose. Be calm and experience that natural flow of God breathing more life into you. So with every breath you take in, whisper silently in your heart, thank you, just to express some gratitude and just feel your whole body expand and pulsate as you expand with the increased awareness of God's breath filling you up more and more with every breath of God you take in. Nice. And as you breathe out, God's actually saying thank you back to you. So breathe in. Thank you silently in your heart. And then breathe out and feel God say, thank you. I love you. So continue this flow. Breathe in. Thank you. Now with your breath out, just hear God. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you, God. Thank you. I love you. Now, for the next few moments, continue to feel God breathe through your whole body. If any distractions come, just focus on your breath for the next few moments. Now we're slowly going to come back. In your next inhale, feel all the goodness of God flow into your heart area or the middle of your chest and feel the goodness expand through your whole body, extending to the top of your head and down to the tips of your toes. And then it extends through the energy field around you, which is about three feet wide. So you're now aware that you're surrounded 
by God's goodness. Yes, now take a nice deep breath of God's goodness in. And take your attention to your feet as you breathe out. And feel all that greatness in your feet pulsating. Now wiggle your toes gently. Shake your hands and your fingers gently. And with your eyes still closed, now put your palms together and rub your hands together. Now place them on your eyes gently. They might cover your cheeks for some people. And just feel the warmth of your palms and take a nice deep breath in. And then breathe out. Yes. And now slowly drop your hands and you can open your eyes when you're ready. Hello, sunshine. How is that for you? <laughs> so you can stretch if you want to, since this was a longer check-in. <laughs> and please drink some water. If you enjoyed this, please DM me on Instagram at badassfabulous or email me at badassfabulouspodcast at gmail.com even if you have questions. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so let's jump into today's topic, self-image. My goal with today's show is to help you figure out who you really see yourself as on the inside, on that deep level, just so you can correct any part of your self-image that could be preventing you from becoming the highest expression of yourself that God created you to be, all right? Self-image, it's such a powerful concept. It's the number one thing you need for growth in every area of your life. And as we're winding down and getting ready to kiss 2020 goodbye, your self-image is what will determine your results in 2021. Whether you'll be repeating your 2020 in 2021 or if you'll be able to create a year with results that you desire. The thoughts and feelings you have of yourself validates what's true to you about yourself and your life. And it's based on what you believe about yourself on a subconscious level or spirit level. This makes self-image an important framework on which you build your life on. I'm doing my best here to like <laughs> break it down to for you to really understand this self-image concept if you have a good self-image you'll create a good life for yourself if you have a bad self-image you might not enjoy your life so much i believe that there are two ultimate frameworks of self-image the first is the self-image framework god created for us all 
his children and all humans no matter what religion or faith you're part of we're all created in god's image as a child of god you have authority and dominion over all the earth and you're to become the highest expression of the light that has been placed in you scripture says in matthew 5 14 you are light for the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden likewise when people light a lamp they don't cover it with a bowl but they put it on a lampstand so that it shines for everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before people so that they may see the good things that you do and praise your father in heaven that's deep you guys it means that the light within you in your soul is so great but a lot of us have taken in so much darkness that we are now too blind to even see the light that we are even when we look in the mirror we just can't see it As a child of God, you have the kingdom of God backing you up. Now, of course, there are certain laws guiding the results of this framework to be realized, but I'll not be getting into that here. So that's the first self-image framework that God created for our image. On the other hand, we have a self-image framework that we created for ourselves which could limit our abilities and our current life and successes if it's different from the image god created for us whatever we truly believe is possible for our lives is built around our own self-image framework are you getting this so far good so listen for example do you believe that it's possible for you to get a job that could pay you two million dollars a year for your talent or services if that's a yes then congratulations you've impressed that image in your subconscious but if you cannot see yourself making that much or you just would never believe it's possible you might have even felt a sudden ridiculousness to the question which means that you created a blockage for yourself that you might not even be aware of that could be preventing you from making that amount no matter how hard you try that means that the self-image framework that you've created will not be able to take you to a place where you can make two million dollars and be comfortable with it or if you get there you'll not be able to maintain it this is a kingdom law guys as a man thinketh in his heart so is he there are people today that get paid five million dollars each year for their talent and they're not any more special than you are okay imagine you're a kid who grew up in a disadvantaged family and you managed to go to college get a nice corporate job afterwards making you a good amount annually if you see yourself from the image of a kid 
and you feel like that kid every time you interact with others you'll always do everything in your power to prove to the world that you're not that disadvantaged kid you've now then created that to become your life's mission or purpose you'll always do your best to keep that job and you might even define your life by that position however if you can accept that yes that's where you came from but now i know that god has better for me and god sees me in a different light then you begin to look up and ahead always not look back you fix your gaze on the cross and you hold that image that god has created for you as a child of the most high god and you'll believe that all good for you will come to you naturally you'll keep being in awe like is this really happening to me like all the wonderful things that come to you naturally you'll be at peace in your role and always know that there is only better for you you won't force yourself to stay in a job that's killing your soul and you stick close to god to prove to you his glory still exists one of my greatest prayers for you is that you have the courage to keep asking God continuously for you to become a pure example of his glory. A deeper way to look at this is that your soul, the inner you, is already that highest version of you, but your spirit, your subconscious, which is what drives your level of integrity and your actions, it needs to get with the God-ordained program of your soul, and it must be expanded to be able to align to that in order for you to be able to accept all the good that's coming into your life. Your spirit needs to get comfortable with your improved self-image and then your actions, thoughts, and feelings about yourself will conform naturally without much effort. So if you're getting this, you can see that in order to transform, you don't use willpower much. It's all spiritual inner work required. Now, all the conditioning you might have received as a child from family, religion, friends, work that dictates who you need to be and how you need to behave might have led you to create a limiting self-image that does not serve your soul's essence. This is what gives the current results of your life. So you can only go as high as you believe to be true about you they say that there is nothing as powerful as a changed mind but the truth is that your mind's transformation can only go as far or as high as how you feel about yourself so let me share another great example I know someone near and dear to me who had a business that was so great. This was many, many years ago, but she didn't know it at the time. She had started it as a hobby and it grew every year. She eventually hired people to work on developing a platform for the business to run on in the first year of the launch. 
and she was already heading towards making her first six figures in dollars and she hadn't even anticipated that she had global companies reaching out to her to partner with her she even had well-known affluent people in the world in the industry that were so interested in what she was doing but she got so scared for some reason there was even an investor already starting conversations about buying out the company yet every step of the way she felt that she wasn't doing anything right or that she wasn't doing a good enough job she did her prayers her affirmations and visualizations but it all came down to the thoughts she had of herself she could only go as far as how she truly felt about herself which was basically being a failure she viewed herself as this little girl who had no shit clue what she was doing and she felt that she had no authority to do all that she was doing she felt like she was going to explode every time another amazing thing happened to her she could not bring herself to accept all the good coming into her no matter how hard she tried she actually became a person that people looked up to but she just couldn't accept that either which you might say is humbling but that's actually more self-sabotaging being humble is knowing that you are great at what you do and then knowing that doesn't make you any better than the person next to you anyway fast forward many years later during her healing process she counted all her wins while she was running this business and then she realized that she was the first person to launch a global fashion e-commerce and concierge company in her country she was the first to build a successful seamless international logistics and payments process that so many other entrepreneurs consulted with her to understand her process little did she know that failing forward was the journey of a business owner or entrepreneur the largest influencers were actually advertising her products and she didn't even know what an influencer was at the time she had just come out of a corporate box in investment banking technology that she had felt stuck in for seven years so social media was in her jam at the time she had high net worth concierge clients pinning her down to not just help them look good but to also improve their lives and some their marriages she thought she had no influence yet she could not handle or receive from these people she could just never believe that it was all happening for her at that age there were so many other wins that she just couldn't see she was blinded by lack of self-esteem and self-acceptance of which are roots of poor self-image this person is me yes me you're now fabulous host so two things were the problem here the first thing was that i could only go as high as how i really felt about myself so every time that i would go higher to a level than my self-worth 
I would do all in my power to bring myself back to the image that I had replayed of myself. At the time, I just could not expand and step into that vision of myself that God had placed in me. I could see it. I just couldn't become it or believe it. Oh, I fought that vision with every power I had in me, unknowingly, but spiritually I was. Now that I look back, I ran for myself. Oof. I ran away from every divine helper and opportunity that I believe God sent to support me. The second thing was that not having the right friendships and support systems. I was surrounded by people who could not handle me winning. I couldn't see all this at the time, and it's not like they were bad people. It's just that they might have been threatened or they might have had smaller minds that couldn't see as far as where God was taking me. Which is why I'm so excited about building out a badass, fabulous community of people who want to genuinely support and challenge each other to become the fullest expression of themselves. More details on that coming in the first quarter of 2021. Anyway, you're probably wondering what happened to that business. Well, I ran from it. I abandoned it like a hotcake. No, actually, a hotcake is something I would love, but I abandoned it. Funny how I did have a bad employee that effed things up so badly that I had to shut it down for a while. And for the longest, I blamed this person for the failure of my business. But the truth is, I could have revived it. I really could have. So with this, you can see that it's all spiritual. Even though you might find an explanation in this physical realm, it's something spiritual that might have caused it to happen. So anyway, I ran back to the US and went into hiding in the mountains, in a silent monastery in the middle of nowhere for a few weeks. This is a true story, guys, <laughs> which I might share another day. I want you to know that at the time, God had already approved me and gave me all that I needed to prosper. He believed in me to do those things. And every challenge that came my way was only there to make me stronger because I was carrying out his will. God trusted me enough to place those abilities in me, but I just could not trust myself to use those abilities or accept them. I cannot believe I'm sharing this. It's really not what I planned for this episode, but this period after I failed, I thought I failed, <laughs> knocked me down for many years, you guys. I even tried to do so many other businesses. I also had companies who were ordering wholesale from me, but I left them in the cold. Yes, I abandoned them too. I lacked self-esteem and self-truth. At the time, after I was back from the mountains, I got invited to a good number of so-called important events in my industry, which clearly could have shown me in my head that I was still seen as someone whose presence might have been valuable. 
I declined invitations to be on panels. I'm sharing this because I know 2020 has been rough for us all. And if there is someone out there that might be feeling like a failure due to something not working out, if that's you, I want you to know that as long as you're breathing, God still thinks highly of you and you're worth getting back up and going after that life that you see on the inside. It will take inner work. Yes, you'll need to be determined, but you can do it. This is your permission to go forth. I always say that the greatest curse that your enemy can place in your life is lack of self-esteem. The devil blinds you with that. He places seeds of little things that could cause a lack of self-esteem, which could make you see yourself in a bad light. And then it's up to you to uproot that seed immediately or to keep watering that seed. This is why it's important to have a good self-awareness and spiritual practice. Each day, you'll uproot all that does not serve you. For the story I shared, this was a deep issue. I watered the seeds placed in me for months and months and months. Sure, they probably grew into oak trees in my subconscious by the time I discovered them which is why I had to do years of deep focused inner work. I felt heavy and lifeless too, but I was alive, I was breathing. So are you living or existing? It's time to live your best life. Let's shift gears a bit. What's true for you? How do you feel about yourself? Some common ones are, I'm so shy, I can never do that. I'm so ugly, I never have time. Life is so hard. It's so difficult to stay in shape. Oh, I can never look like that. No one will ever love me as I am. I can never get anything right. I'm such an embarrassment. I'm a failure. I can't think that big. I don't want to disappoint myself. I can never be as good as them. I can never have that lifestyle. Making money is hard. There is no way I can be healed from this. I can go on and on. I'm in. <laughs> this, this is a deep topic, guys. I hope you're catching this. So anyway, What's your current report about yourself? Yes, your Q4 2020 report, self-investment report. <laughs> I just made that up. What does your report say about you? The limiting beliefs, the limiting feelings about yourself that you believe to be true. You might not voice them, but it's usually on replay over and over all day long in your head, just impressing those negative feelings deep into your subconscious and self-image framework. Some of you might need to take some time to reflect on this. So for example, it could be that I'm ugly, but you'll never voice it to yourself. However, you move around in life thinking people might not like you, or you can't form deep relationships with other people just because of this. 
as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So start thinking positive thoughts of yourself. So how do you see you? That drives how you communicate with yourself and it shows to the outside world. Let me tell you, your aura oozes of your self-image, which is why there is an imposter syndrome. When you align your self-image to the self-image that God has of you, you'll never feel that you don't belong. It's a dangerously good exercise because everything will conform to meet you at that high level in which you will begin to operate in once you improve your self-image. Yes. So if you really want to change the current results in your life, you need to begin working on your self-image, not your willpower, but on your subconscious. You'll need to partner with the spirit. Yes, it's a spiritual game, people. When you do the work on the subconscious level, you're eliminating the old impressions you have of yourself. In scripture, Isaiah 43, 18-19 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. I'm doing something new. It's springing up. Can't you see it? I'm making a road in the desert and rivers in the wasteland. Deep, right? So the enemy of the soul, the devil, the evil one that I mentioned earlier, who plants those seeds of lack of self-esteem, blinds you towards the something new that God keeps trying to do in your life. As we go into 2021, you can create plans, vision boards, goals, dreams, all you want. But if you do not create a plan to expand spiritually and improve your self-image, you can only go as far as how you currently feel about yourself. So in summary, you are a child of the Most High God. You have all authority and dominion to live your life to the fullest. You have the kingdom of God backing you up and things that might appear as failure could be for your own good. These types of failures that are good for you are usually when you're working within the will of God for your life. Count it all joy. Jesus joy. <laughs> But if you're outside the will of God, that could be a very exhausting life and the failures could be signs trying to redirect you towards the right path. This is where you need to be discerning. I also want to point out that it's important for you to protect the image and the vision of yourself that you see within. You don't need to share it with the world. I know that these days the world wants you to share everything, but when you work on yourself in silence, you're able to stay focused and not be as distracted. So of course you can share whatever you want with your trusted circles who want to see you win, but proceed with caution. Another thing is that if you're a parent, I urge you to keep speaking words that'll help your children to see themselves in a powerful image. 
are not one that makes them think that there is something always wrong with them with every move they make. I actually questioned friends on a very deep level, the ones that I admired their confidence and how comfortable in life they were, no matter what state they were in, very wealthy or struggling. I questioned them individually and all of them had one thing in common, which is that their parents were always proud of them, no matter what stupid or silly decisions they might have made with their lives. They knew that their parents always had their backs and supported them. So that's just a word for parents who might be listening. Keep speaking loving words to your kids and of course scold them when necessary. And now, my final thought. Some people with a powerful self-image that's aligned to God's self-image framework know who they really are. They can envision all of God's glory manifest in their lives, even though it might not be realized yet. They're happy being patient with the moment and they would not tolerate anything less that could degrade their self-worth or their image. So with dating, for example, they wouldn't entertain or waste any time going on random dates with riffraffs or guys who do not complement their image. So they would rather wait and work on their becoming because they know that they deserve a better partner. On the contrary, some others see such a high vision of themselves, but they can't seem to expand or become that not knowing that the courage needed for you to become isn't necessarily the lack of fear, but it's more of the willingness to face the vision that you can see on the inside which God placed in you. A vision is internal. It's a visual impression that only you can see and no one else. Now your job is to bring that vision into the world so that people can see it and declare the good works of the Lord. Because a lot of time, we will need to draw help from the heavens to become. So now, answer these questions with 100% honesty. Be truthful. What results do you envision for your life? Who do you need to be to produce those results that you want? Or rather, who do you see yourself as after you produce these results? Do you even believe that you can produce those results in your life? Are you willing to become responsible to create that for yourself? If you cannot answer these questions right now, that's okay, no judgment. Bring out a sheet of paper and pen, which is preferred over digital exertion. Set a one-minute timer and write very legibly, I am blank. So you're going to write this 25 times on a new line and then you're going to write whatever word comes to you. For instance, I am awesome, I am pretty, I am successful, I am not happy. 
like whatever comes to you set a one minute timer and just write i am i am i am 25 times the timer is very important even if you don't get to all 25 and just see what comes out and it's up to you to decide to change it if you don't like it so remember you're god's highest and most special creation and you have one life and this life can be so quick and precious so we need to make this life count i do work with people to transform their paradigms and the light that they see themselves under and i support them in transcending to living under the light and becoming that light that god created them to be so that they're able to expand spiritually on their journey in order to manifest their dreams and goals that god placed in them so if you're interested or you want to learn more about my work, you can visit thronetherapy.com to schedule a free consultation with me. The link is in the show notes. Now, I'm not a licensed therapist. However, I do have a neuro-linguistic programming license and some other certifications. I do call my practice throne therapy because every session is governed by the one who sits on the throne. So I ask again, who are you and who do you want to become in 2021? And with that, I pray that with this message, we think more loving thoughts of ourselves to ourselves and we speak more loving words about ourselves to ourselves and that we dream more awesome and amazing dreams about ourselves that God wants us to realize because only then can we have a life that's truly full of love, truth, inner peace, success and joy. All this I pray that we receive and we understand in Jesus' name. Amen. So go forth and create that badass, fabulous self-image of yourself because it's for the greater good. Thanks for listening.